0: Welcome to the Dead Drop, your secret cachet of game news delivered safely and securely to your podcast player. I'm Matt Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. Elden Ring and the Steam Deck are still dominating the new space for video games, so we need to talk about them. As a FromSoft fan and looking to play Elden Ring myself later this week, I'm hoping to be able to report back to you all shortly with my own experience and tips for how to approach the title. But we're here for the news, so here are the news stories that you need to know. It makes sense with the release of one of the biggest games of this year, if not the decade, that there's a bunch of stories swirling around it, the good and the bad. Hidetaka Miyazaki, the creator of Elden Ring, was interviewed for The New Yorker, and has stated that the challenge in prompt software games like Dark Souls is part of the studio's identity. He's quoted as saying that hardship gives meaning to the experience, and the difficulty of those games is not to be compromised. In a Kojima esque bent, he opines that with the challenge comes failure, but to rise from failure and grow is tantamount to the joy he wishes people to experience from his games. With the difficulty discussion on the rise again, and a lack of accessibility in Elden Ring, it's hard to extol this growth-mindset attitude without the inclusive design. That being said, Bandai Namco has been rewarding the developers of the game with a day off on the release of Elden Ring, marking it as Elden Day to allow staff to play the game. Bandai has also raised the pay of many salaried employees and promoted flexible working conditions. The press release indicated a rise of 50,000 yen per month to their base salary that comes to around $5,000 per year. I love hearing these stories of workplaces supporting their employees and seeing the writing on the wall regarding events like this. I would love to see more of it around the games industry, especially with stories like Actablizz Team17 out there. <laughs> stories of the Steam Deck post-release continue to thrive, and Gabe Newell has made a clever move to utilise the media opportunity. He has been spotted giving interviews and physically delivering the Steam Deck to select customers and signing upon delivery. There are a few notable remarks that have been made by Gaben regarding the state of the Steam Deck and games in general, the first of which being Valve, known for Steam and the Deck itself, open to bringing Xbox Game Pass on PC to Steam. He stated that there's no plans for a Steam subscription service at this stage, and will work to make it happen. Subscription services may still need a kickback of 30% to Steam, but we may see deals being made again with Microsoft's own App Store undercutting the market with a mere 12% kickback. Gabe has also mentioned that the Steam Deck's price will not change from its current rate, but that Valve may work on higher performing models for sale later. The Steam Deck is reported already as a powerful machine, with sales of the higher price models outstripping the basic. With the chip shortage continuing to affect device development and the graphics card market still exceeding MSRP, the choice to iterate and improve the hardware is bold. I think it's a great decision. Having waited for a long time to upgrade my PC due to pricing issues, should the Steam Deck come to Australia soon, I might have to check it out. In a surprise announcement on the 27th of February, the trailer for the new core Pokémon titles was released. Pokémon Scarlet and Violet are seen to be set in the modern Pokémon world, seemingly in an open-world style like Pokémon Sword and Shield, the previous main title in the series. They have also released the new starter Pokémon, Spirigatito, the Grass Cat, Bococo, a Fire Crocodile, and Quaxly, the Water Duck. To tantalise fans further, it is set for release in late 2022, which is this year. As close as gamers can get to a look under your chair moment, fans of the series will be sure to flock to the new iteration, despite the release of Pokemon Arceus in January. I personally haven't touched a Pokemon title since Pokemon Silver. And I'd be hard pressed to agree that any Pokémon beyond the original 151 are important, but perhaps that's me showing my age. PlayStation Now, a service from Sony that allows users to stream or download older games on PlayStation consoles, is throwing its hat in the ring to test a day one release for Shadow Warrior 3 in the March games of 2022. PlayStation has teased, discussed, but not quite announced a new service coming for players that is intended to blend aspects of PS Now and PS Plus subscriptions. Codenamed Spartacus, it is set to be Sony's solution to the Xbox Game Pass in offering games to players at a set rate per month. With the release of a new title on the PS Now service, Sony might be testing the waters for their new service to see if day one releases will drive sales and uptake. It has been stated on multiple occasions that the service will not be a Game Pass killer, yet the comparison cannot help but be made with the Microsoft 25 million subscribers, as reported in January. The value for gamers is improving with competing services like Spartacus, but we need to be cautious not to throw all our eggs in one basket. Managing games digitally is much different to physically, and could see games disappear from platforms in future. Cybersecurity breaches are par for the course for online businesses these days, and the graphics card manufacturer NVIDIA has suffered that fate. Video Games Chronicle reports that parts of NVIDIA have been intermittently taken offline for two days to assess and mitigate the damage of a cyber intrusion. NVIDIA has not released any information about the cyber attack, or what may have been compromised, but it's likely they are checking the integrity of their internal data in addition to the software they release regularly. NVIDIA manages driver updates for their graphics cards through GeForce Experience and their website, and deploys consistently online it's likely they are checking yet to be released updates for malware and other compromises to ensure that customers aren't affected by the hack. This is the second attack in 6 months for Nvidia, and should not come as a surprise especially to gamers who were watching CD Projekt Red during the release of Cyberpunk 2077, and the devastating hack of that studio in late 2020. (laughs) Lastly, two shareholders in Activision Blizzard have sued the game publisher for the Microsoft sale. They allege that the company neglected to release crucial information alongside materially misleading and incomplete SEC filings prior to the sale. The main objection of Carl Watson, the first to submit their case, is that the executives of Actablis are looking for a golden parachute, and will leave the company with large sums of money upon completion of the sale. As the motivating factor, they don't have the publisher's best interests in mind, and are only looking out for themselves. This is unsurprising considering the continued story of Activision Blizzard that all began with the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing back in July 2021. My position on the matter is one that would ensure every employee deserves a fair and safe workplace, and that has not happened under Bobby Kotick's leadership. If you'd like the full story, check out the show notes or head to deaddroppod.com. The Dead Drop Shoppers segment for today is on a renowned RPG that is very cheap at the moment. Until March 8th, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Game of the Year Edition is 80% off on Steam, and perhaps even cheaper elsewhere. The Witcher 3 is one of my all-time favourite games and if you're on a budget, or don't have the latest and greatest hardware or console, picking up a title for yourself or a bargain is a great idea. With over 50 hours of mainline story and hundreds of side quests, it will keep you going for a while. And that was the gaming industry news that you need to know. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories, transcripts and more, join me every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday to discuss the latest game news, and if I miss anything, let me know on Twitter, at Matt Bliss Pod, or via email at deaddroppod at gmail.com. Or don't, and just tell your friends about the Dead Drop for video game news. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.